Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and just someone with a lot, lot of passion for helping you guys to learn all the brain tools you can use to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Today is Friday, and I decided to bring to you a couple of news. Um, It's literally news from the uh, area of health and performance and a couple of practical tools that will help you to, one, deal with stress and via doing that, being more productive and preventing things like overwhelm or anxiety or lack of energy for action um, or just feeling tired and fatigued. Very simple tool. And uh, the recent... The study actually was published, I believe, a couple of weeks ago from the lab um, of uh, Andrew Huberman, I believe, or he was um, like a designer and participant in the study. Um, So his lab came up with the study about the most effective breathing technique that you are about to learn. And then also you're going to learn about one nutrient that is vital, essential for our health, for our functional body and brain. And most of the people, due to diet trends or different elimination diet, um, I don't know, prescription, most of the people do not get enough of that nutrient. And uh, once I, I start talking about this nutrient, you'll understand why. And this nutrient is super crucial. Well, let's just jump right into that. This nutrient is a part of our cell membranes. We need to consume it in our diets in in order to be able to create most efficient, most effectively functioning cell membrane. And guys, just think about that. Can you imagine how important that is to have well-functioning cell membranes? That's how nutrients get into the cell, how garbage goes out of the cell. That's how cells communicate between each other. That's how cells hydrate. That's how everything happens in our body. If we have defective cell membranes, then we're not going to be able to function that well as an organism. Energy production is not going to be as effective, and you're going to feel fatigued and tired, and all of your organs and functions depend on energy. Just one that thing, effective energy creation, and the importance of that nutrient for that process, that alone can be one of the biggest motivators for you to look into this nutrient. And uh, in the recent um, study published on neuroscience.com, so um, uh, let me see where this study came out, Arizona State University, and the study, the name of the study, the effects of dietary choline, choline is the nutrient, uh, the effects of dietary choline deficiency on neurologic and system-wide health. So study reveals how dietary colon deficiency adversely affects the body and how it could be a missing piece of the puzzle when it comes to Alzheimer's disease. So the study focused on Alzheimer's disease. But guys, um, I want you to understand something something else about colon. Uh, Let me read from another resources, a resource on nutrition that I have. All of our cells and all of the their internal parts are enclosed in a fatty membrane. A major component of these membranes is phosphatidylcholine, which is made from choline. 
And um, choline, uh, by the way, it is, it is essential nutrient and produces small amounts in the liver and found in foods. That's where we get majority of it. Foods including eggs, meat, and poultry, broccoli, beans, and it's essential for human health. So choline is used to make neurotransmitter acetylcholine. Uh, we use it to contract our muscles uh, that makes us strong. Um, we also use it to switch on rest and digest mode, which keeps us out of the fight and flight mode. So basically to distress, to be in a state of relaxation often, that we need to recover, to digest down our food properly, we need choline. Uh, it is also important for things like rapid eye moment sleep, that's super important for our mental health and creativity. Also, um, ineffective cellular membrane, choline is an essential part of that. It leads to developing fatty liver disease, uh, which increases our risk of diabetes and heart disease and uh, can damage a lot of other internal organs. Um, and let me get back to this neuroscience study. The study illustrates that choline deficiency in mice causes significant weight gain and alterations in glucose metabolism, which are tied to conditions such as diabetes and deficits in motor skills. Um, they also found that deficiency in choline, uh, uh, choline reduces level of amino acid homocysteine, which has been recognized as a newer toxin contributing to neurodegeneration. Um, it is important for mediating functions such as learning and memory uh, through the production of acetylcholine. So when we get, we do not get enough choline, so this uh, pathway doesn't work that well, and we get this neurotoxin not clearing out of your our system. And um, yes, acetylcholine is also important for learning and memory. Um, and when it comes to Alzheimer's disease, seems to be um, involved in the production of and not clearance of those plagues that accumulate in our brain, right? So everything from like weight gain to um, malfunction of our heart and liver and other internal organs, glucose metabolism that leads to all kinds of blood sugar disorders and blood sugar uh, balance is one of the key factors of our health, health mental and physical. So the growing awareness, I'm reading again from the study, of choline's importance should encourage all adults to ensure proper choline intake. This is particularly true for those on plant-based diets, which may be low in naturally occurring choline, given the foods high in choline are eggs, meat, and poultry. Right? Also, fatty, fatty foods like uh, dairy also have quite a good um, amount of choline uh, than in plant-based kingdom. But guys, when we're talking about plant-based sources of choline, they're uh, the amount of that choline that you're going to get from plant-based foods um, and um, things like beans, um, especially soybeans, things like broccoli or Brussels sprouts, the amount is much less. And also, um, from my experience, I don't see a lot of people eating even those foods. Um, when people don't eat fatty foods, especially things like egg yolks and liver and meat and poultry and um 
fatty dairy when people don't eat those foods they also tend to not eat that much of beans and broccoli and brussels sprouts and that's how people end up deficient in those choline uh, in that choline that is made into acetylcholine that is uh, put into our cell membranes making it effective and well functioning and let me uh, get back to the nutrition source to talk about choline in foods. So what you want to understand, choline is an important part of our cell membranes. Uh, it is a, an important source uh, for to create acetylcholine neurotransmitters that is important for memory, for learning, for not getting uh, Alzheimer's and dementia later in life, or at least having much, much lower um, probability of getting that. It is important for uh, creating rest and digest mode. Right? We need that to recover, especially if you are a high-running individual and you have goals and you want to do this and this and you want to work out and you want to uh, crush it in your business and you want to have an extraordinary life experience, you need a lot of calling. Um, you also need to rest and you also need to recover and calling is super important for that. Um, uh, what you also want to understand about calling, uh, it is also needed for rapid eye movement sleep and creativity. And you need creativity not just to create some sort of art. You need creativity to create smart business solutions or figure out challenges that you might be facing in different areas of your life. So calling, such a important uh, nutrient that, that till probably now nobody really talked about. It is actually considered in nutrition circles to be uh, another form of B vitamins that are crucial for the function of our nervous system. But again, in a lot of, for example, vitamins and mineral complexes, I don't know that many vitamin and mineral complexes that actually include choline. You actually got to get it separately if you want to supplement. Um, you, If you want to supplement and you're not into egg yolks and liver and meat, and poultry on a regular basis. And I'm going to tell you the amounts and foods that you need to eat, and you'll understand that you most probably will need to supplement if you're not such a fan of eggs as I am. So uh, you can find choline in supplement. Alpha-GPC is great to be made into acetylcholine. This neurotransmitter is needed for our nervous system and our brain. But then also there are other forms of choline that might be better for things like incorporation into our cell membrane to make that function well and so to prevent um, liver disease or some other malfunctions of our metabolism, right? So there are different forms. If you need advice specifically on supplement form for different purposes, please do reach out via email angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com and I'll give you a really fast, quick recommendation. By the way, um, Tony Robbins released a book not so long not so long ago, Life Force, talking about all the different longevity practices and technologies that are available or about to be available. And the only brain supplement, memory supplement that he talked about in his book was the source of this calling. And 
because he's on the top of his game or he is he does know uh, important factors for health and performance and he probably also knows that it's not such an easy thing to get all the calling we need for optimal performance not just to maintain health but also for optimal performance and so he included this supplement recommendation city calling specifically in his book life force uh, now let's get back to calling in foods the following foods are um, the best sources of choline are liver and egg yolks. Uh, daily recommendation for man is equal or a little bit over 4.2 large eggs. So if you eat 4.2 large eggs as a man, you're going to get your choline. Um, the following foods are equivalent to one egg yolk. Uh, so I have this table with food sources of choline. And Remember, three, four eggs is what you need to get adequate amount of choline plus other foods. So why eggs? Why we measure choline in eggs? Because it is the richest source. Now, the amount of choline you'll find in one egg, you can find in liver um, in about 1.5 ounces or about 45, 50 grams. Um, different livers, by the way, produce different uh, amount of choline. Like for chicken livers, my favorite, it's 2.5 ounces or about 70, 80 grams. I love chicken liver. just ate a whole meal um, yesterday. We, get, we have nuts and seeds um, about, you know, from 200 to 500 grams. And, you know, the amount of calories and, and different fats in nuts and seeds. Like, you want to eat some, like 30 grams, 30, 50 grams of nuts and seeds, but not like 200. So that's why it's, you know, not doable. Of course, if you include nuts and seeds and different foods um, in your meal plan, besides the eggs or liver or a supplement, you're going to get all of your choline. But just to get your choline from nuts and seeds, um, yeah, it's just not a balanced diet. From meat and fish, you need to eat 9 to 12 ounces, and uh, that's approximately 300-400 grams of meat and fish to get the amount of choline in one egg. That's why I personally eat three eggs a day on top of diet sources that also have choline. So three eggs per day and then I get my you know whole amount of choline plus I supplement with alpha GPC that can be made into neurotransmitter acetylcholine. But let's get back to food. Vegetables and spices and dairy products, one, two pounds of these foods or about five, 500 milliliters to get the amount of one in found in one egg and to give you an idea i eat about 400 500 milliliters of yogurt alone every day so i do get more colon from that for example and i also um eat um either fish or things like liver or some sort of um, chicken 100 200 Beans measured before cooking. I eat um, a cup of good beans also every day. So as you can see, my diet is rich in choline. And usually if you were to have a balanced diet, you would get um, some amount of choline. Now, obviously, if you don't eat eggs, that amount of choline going to be very... Um, it's going to be less than for someone like myself who eats choline supplement <clears throat> and just really focuses on those choline-rich foods. Grains, highly variable, um, and you're going to 
you'll need to get one to two pounds a day, um, or at least half a pound measured dry for um, grains like amaranth or buckwheat, and the rest of things like whole wheat, for example, uh, one to two pounds, that's about 500 to one kilo. Um, To give you an idea again, that's why um, what's recommended um, by, for example, Chris Masterjohn, he is um, very uh, knowledgeable nutrition expert from New York. And what he recommends is to eat um, two eggs a day, at least, and then have a balanced diet of those foods, beans and vegetables and meats and fish and and yogurt and nuts and seeds. And that's how I eat and that's how I teach my clients to eat, to have a balanced diet rich in all these nutrients that we need. And if you're not a fan of eggs or you might have some allergy to different parts of egg, by the way, some people have allergy to egg white, not egg yolk. They have different um, compounds in them. So you might try to just get just yolks where the calling is. Um, so either get your eggs or a supplement with um, things like CD calling or um, alpha GPC. There are other sources of calling. And again, if you need more advice on that, reach out Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com if you are interested in your health performance and not getting Alzheimer's and switching on effectively rest and digest mode. So to summarize our calling conversation, calling is um, some some people some nutritionists call it additional B vitamin that nobody ever talked about. Uh, it was the importance of it kind of was discovered not so long ago compared to other vitamins and minerals. So it is an essential part. It is needed to create effectively functioning cell membrane. And without effectively functioning cell membrane, nothing going to function in your body. Not energy production cycles. Not re- removal of toxin. Not toxins. Not hydration. Nothing. Plus. Choline is needed to contract muscle. And by the way, your digestive muscle, your stomach is also a muscle. Choline is also needed to turn on rest and digest mode, to sleep, to have rapid eye movement sleep and to dream and to have good mental health and uh, also for memory and learning and attention. Choline is needed for all of that. And um, a lot of people don't get enough of choline because people do not eat eggs, meat, and liver, uh, and a lot, a lot of vegetables and dairy and beans. People kind of tend to eat very weird diet uh, that is really poor in nutrients. And most of the multivitamin complexes do not contain nowhere near enough choline. That's why most of you guys need to look into supplements. And there are different supplements better suited for different purposes of choline calling. And um, a food recommendation for calling, um, become an egg fan. If you don't have any allergies to that, I eat three eggs, eggs per day and get my little bit of calling from supplement and a little bit from other foods. And now uh, another part of our podcast today is about New Stanford research confirms the one style of breath work that is most effective at reducing stress and improving mood. We all probably know by now uh, that breathing is a very effective tool to reduce our stress, to improve our mood, to 
um, enhance our well-being. The way we breathe changes um, how our brain functions, whether we're in a state of arousal and sometimes anxiety, or we are calm and at peace. Um, breath work or breathing style, how we breathe changes our heart rate, our um blood pressure and a lot of other things down the road um, that are dependent on um, our heart rate and blood pressure um, and how our brain functions, whether it's again in a state of arousal, sometimes anxiety and worries and stress, or uh, in a state of rest and digest. So there is one breath work, kind of breath work that is more um, effective to help you reduce stress, recover better, and be more relaxed in general and have a better mood. So um, this study that uh, is featured at uh, Inc.com, um, as I told you at the beginning, it was released a couple of weeks ago. And so this study, they explored three types of breathing, cyclic and I'm going to teach you the most effective one. So they explored cyclic sighing, um, which emphasizes prolonged exhalations. Number two, box breathing, which is defined by the equal duration of inhalations, breath holds, and exhalations. And number three, cyclic hyperventilation with longer inhalations and shorter exhalations. So cycling sighing, all participants experience uh, daily five-minute exercises for over a month. Um, the researchers tracked and monitored participants' mood, anxiety, and physiological arousal, respiratory rate, uh, heart rate, and heart rate variability. They found support for their prediction. Cyclic sighing led to the greatest amount of mood improvements, stress reduction, and one form of physiological arousal. So they found again, the support for their prediction that one type of breathing just five minutes a day was much more effective to improve your mood, reduce your stress, and um, be better for physiological arousal. Uh, here are the instructions on cyclic sign. Um, and the instructions, guys, are very simple. You need to inhale, and, and the at the end of this inhale, make a little bit more of an inhale to really feel in your lungs. Imagine if you are crying. That's how you would usually breathe in, like, right? That's how it sounds. And then you breathe out for much longer. So you focus on very long breathing outs, but the inhale has to have this pattern. Like you make an inhale, and at the end of it, make a shorter inhale to really fill up your lungs. So, and then breathe out very, very slowly. I do that at least a couple of times per day, five minutes, I set a timer on my phone. And I do that after my exercise, that according to scientists to research, actually help you to recover faster. And I usually do that either in the middle of the day, um, if my day is really um, kind of 
demanding and almost stressful. And um, I usually do it also at the end of the day before falling asleep. It actually helps you to fall asleep faster and sleep better. So this type of breathing that Andrew Huberman popularized was found to be most effective. And it was published in uh, Inc.com and in the section on productivity. Because guys, um, if you are able to recover better and be better at switching between stress mode, um, working mode, uh, and rest and digest mode when where you just chill and recover, the more efficient and effective you are and your nervous system is with that, the more productive you're going to be because your brain and nervous system can only function um, at that um, almost like stressed state, very, you know, engaged way for only um, limited, very limited periods of time. And so switching to rest and digest mode often throughout the day, this is the secret of a lot of high-performing executives, athletes, and entrepreneurs that switch when they're on, they're on. When they're off, they're off. In um, a lot of top Fighters, for example, have this ability. They train this ability as well. Uh, they even before the fight, the most important tournament, even like five minutes before that, all they do is stay in that rest and digest mode. And right before getting back to into the fight, into the scene of action, they put themselves back into a state of arousal and being on. And that, you know, a little bit of stress, a little bit of anxiety that we need to actually perform at our best. So switching between those states, breathing helps a lot. It trains your um, nervous system to switch on, switch off rapidly. And that ultimately helps you to be more effective and more productive. Um, so the recommendation Start your day with a cyclic sighing. Uh, five minutes is what it takes. I also recommend you to do it uh, in the middle of the day to recover your productivity and at the end of the day to make your sleep more efficient. Just set the timer and the effort, those five minutes that you put in, they will amplify your productivity and your ability to recover and sleep. And for most, again, high uh, speed, high performing individuals, uh, that's what they need. You need to recover very effectively. And that calling that we get from eggs and your favorite liver, <laughs> that calling helps. So if you want more advice on calling supplements that also will help you to recover and switch between on and off state uh, with your nervous system much faster, email me, Angela at BrainBreakthroughCoach.com. Um, Check out the article that is linked in the show notes uh, for the uh, most effective breathing pattern to recover faster. What else? In the show notes, now you find a link to Focus Hacker Training, neuroscience-based. It's video, nine minutes, and it's neuroscience-based routines, your design of your work environment, your workflow that will help you to focus fast, and you'll be surprised. You'll think that it's some sort of magic bullet, how fast you can get into focus state and get the work done, even on the mornings when you wake up and you focus in your mindset, your brain is all over the place. So check this out, Focus 
hacker in the show notes, nine minute video training. And besides that, reach out. If you found this episode useful, please do share. Uh, please also let me know what you liked, what you learned, how you're going to use it. Please reach out if you need any advice. And guys, have an awesome weekend. Uh, do something to recover so you could start again stronger. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And till next time, just stay awesome.